1: I don't know if you can say or not, or whether you know or not. but is,
0: is, Do you expect to have Jalen Moore for
1: this game? Uh, Jalen was able to practice today. I think he was. A, I think he was a full participant in practice. So,
0: you've you talked a little bit about Ben, ben and wanting him uh, or, or liking him as a, uh, a center prospect. Is, is he? Has, has he done any work there? And is he? A possibility
1: at center on Sunday. Yeah, he works he, he works it every day. He's been here. He's been working it on the scout team. He also worked at some uh, with our group today. Uh, Feliciano was in work doing some other things, and so he was able to get some center work. He's been doing it all along. We've been trying to rotate him in at guard and center. Uh, not natural for him yet, uh, but he's working really hard at it. And so it's a, it's a very, very good possibility on Sunday that you'll see him some at center for a few years, you had Brunskill, obviously, you could do a little bit of everything, and you had to replace him this offseason. Feliciano was kind of that guy. How, how important has he been to have just a dependable guy who can be kind of your sixth man but then start? <laughs> yeah, can. no, it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, you get these guys, these veterans that – um, they, they understand the game they understand the positions they they've had a career of starting at left guard right guard center so they're not you know it doesn't trip them out when all of a sudden one week you're at right guard one week you're at your left guard the next week you're at center you're going to end the game at center they've done all that stuff before so it's invaluable and and, and, and yet at the same time they can start and play are they you know I it's it's cool it's really good and it seems like every team you're on you have that guy you, you need to really find that guy cuz they really are invaluable it does sometimes you You'd love it to all be young guys. You'd love that position—the six, seven, eight linemen—to all be young and developing players, um, because you, you know there's for a lot of different reasons, um, and you hope they develop into the starters as opposed to having three or four old heads in there that are just you know you know what they are and they're solid. But like we talked about the other day, we were talking about the um, splash plays for a guard and the splash plays for a running back, right? That uh, sometimes just the good old dependable, you know, the comfortable old shoe works for you, and that's what. Uh, for lack of a better term, that's what Feliciano is. What, what, did, you like, what did you like about him uh, when you were looking at him in the offseason? And has he maybe uh, exceeded your expectations even? Not, here's the thing. I think um, – when you study, when we study film, there's not a lot of teams that do what we. I mean, I don't know if you guys know. I mean, we look a little different. Us, the Dolphins, we kind of have a style. Kyle and Mike and and the guys that do it, so it looks a little bit different. And we kind of do a little bit more outside zone and run a little bit more. So when you study other teams, you just don't see them do that as much. So you have to look hard. Whether you're evaluating college film, free agent film, you have to look a little bit harder to say, where do I see glimpses of what. We do. And then you say, how many times do you think you can do this for a sustained amount of time in a game? And really, you didn't see it at all until we, to what I saw is I saw him pull on some plays at center or get out in space on some of the toss, crack plays. And, and I said, you know what? It's in there. And John's not a guy coming out of college or through his pro career. He said he'd be a great scheme fit for our offense. But it's in there, and if you drill it every single day and it's there, you can pull it out of him, and, uh, and he can do it consistently. So we saw that, that little that little glimpse, and when he got here, even Kyle would say early, you're like, oh, this Feliciano guy. you know. But then when you give him an opportunity to play and he practiced it, he got kind of used to it, it it's there, and it's kind of cool to see. There's, there's a motion you do mostly with Christian that
0: looks kind of funky, and he ends up in some funky spots where he, sorts of, he shuffles to the side and can end up in some weird areas. What is the benefit of that motion in particular and sort of how did that come come to be?
1: Well, some of it is, you know, you, you motion for uh, coverage tells others. You just get him in a position where he can best release to do what we need to do for a pattern. Um, so, I mean, I think it's all play-driven and uh, dependent upon what we need from the back. And it, it gives a little different look to the defense at times or undresses the defense or tells us something. So there's a lot of different reasons to do it
0: the balance of guys maybe sitting out i know you've mentioned before like when trent williams missed days, he didn't play his best when he came back so how do you find the balance of that when you've got guys that may sit out this week and then you've got a bye week next week
1: yeah the thing is is that you really wanted these practices become important you need to practice everybody needs to practice everybody needs to practice hard because you can't just take weeks off nobody can it's it's any sport you know you just don't take weeks off and jump back and play at the level we've been playing you know pretty solid football through the season you want guys to stay at that level and at some point you realize a guy doesn't need to play a game to risk injury because of where the game is it could be the end of a game that you're getting killed in or it could be a game you're way ahead in or it could be a game that doesn't have as much consequence in the big picture at the same time you still want a guy to get ready same thing in the preseason games you're like okay should they never play a preseason game how many snaps are there is it 30 snaps is it four you know what is that number so it's that balancing act between what's the health of the player now um where is he in his development what does he need to do to keep his edge and Keep himself ready to go because if you look at it, you say, okay, um, if a guy practiced once a week, you know Trent usually practices. Let's use him for example. He usually practices on Thursdays and Fridays. Fridays is more of a down tempo practice for us. Thursdays a full speed practice. Wednesdays he doesn't practice. He's with strength and conditioning. So if you say you take that and say three weeks, you know this week, next week, the following week. I mean, that's three practices and no games. Is that enough time? In tw- is that enough work in twenty one days to be ready to play at the highest level? It could be for Trent, or you might need to have a few more reps than that to be sure you're ready to play. Same thing with preseasons; it's, it's a balancing act. And How many of those reps are to a point where, like Trent would say to me, uh, we're, we're scrimmaging against the Raiders, and he's getting bull rushed a little bit. And I'm like, hey, dude, you need to sit down a little bit on the, an anchor. He goes, go. I only got so many anchors left in this body. He said, "So I ain't gonna waste them all in training camp against the Raiders. I'm gonna save them for the season." And I, I said, "Understood, big fella." You know, and so he does the best he can. But he's—he's—it's right. It's—it's one of the reasons he's been able to play as long as he has. Is not every rep is a. You know, full. It, it's he understands the big picture, and so so it's. I was talking to him, and this is that's my relationship with him, Kyle's relationship with him. We're able to say, hey, you know, Trent, we think you need this, and and I think as he's gotten older, he's appreciated that uh, he does. You know, everybody needs to stay sharp. Everybody, you know, I think I always go back to other sports. Kobe Bryant or you know, Magic John, all of them, they still shoot free throws. They don't stop shooting free throws because they're great players. Still shoot free throws, right? They you still have to practice.
0: Chris, uh, what, uh, what, uh, Colton McKivitz
1: into the starting lineup right away. And and he obviously held the position. He's played through all these games. Um, The first three-sack game with with T.J. Watt, everybody was a little nervous about it outside the building. You guys didn't seem to be so much. What have you
0: seen from him? Is he about what you expected?
1: Colt's really doing a good job this year. I mean, obviously there's always room for improvement and, uh, and he's getting better every week. He works really, really hard. He's got a great attitude about getting better and he's got a great, you know, Colt's great response is, I, I'll ask him, hey Colt, what happened on that play? And Colt looks at me and said, yeah, I didn't do what you've told me to do a thousand times. <laughs> So okay, what are we going to do about it? You know, so the point is he understands what he needs to do and how he needs to do it to fix it. And that's not like a oh, coach knows everything, but it's like he's like, yeah, I get it. I didn't do what I'm supposed to do and I got to do it. And so he's got that workmanlike attitude that every single day I'm going to get out here, I'm going to work. I'm going to do things well and 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 when that was I was worried after the first game because I think I explained to you guys, we did have a set of we did have a chip system set to help him. Uh, but sometimes the chip system based on coverages is not you need to get those guys out and sometimes chipping isn't the best thing, so you have to take your chances. And we did more of that than, we would have, than I would have thought we were going to do, but we had to do it. So Colt had to hold up on some one-on-ones, and he, he lost some and gave up the three sacks the first game. And I had to be sure that he understood that if we put anybody out there and give him that many one-on-ones against that player, he's going to get beat. And some we could have got the ball out. Others, the guy beat him, and got a sack. And so I had to make sure he's okay coming out. of That and he was. He's the right. But some guys, it's hard. You know, you, you the bright lights come on, and you're like, you know, you just you don't want to be the guy that everybody sees. Oh crap, that was the sack that cost us the drive, the game, whatever it is. And Colton's got that tough mindset to to get himself through it.
0: Chris Brendel,
1: uh-huh. Brendel was a streak free agent. He's now been a Pro Bowl alternate in back-to-back years. Did you envision that for him? And talk to us a little bit about what his strengths are as a player. Well, Jake Brendel, when, the first time when he and, and Jesse Davis, uh, they came to us in Miami when I was there in practice squad. And... Uh, we, uh, the head coach there at the time cut three starters, three draft picks for the Miami Dolphins after like the fifth or sixth week of the season he just cut them. He was tired and done with and wanted to make a change. So Adam Gase cut three guys and we poached three practice squad players, one of them being Jesse Davis, the other being Jake Brenwell some other I don't remember the other player. And the day you got out there with Jake, you're like, wow, this guy's got some quickness, this guy's got some strength, he's got some toughness, He's got uh, he's, intelli- you know, he's intelligent intelligent, and, and, and I just liked the way he played. And you saw everything that you would want. Now we didn't do everything in, in that and in in miami and and subsequently they did that we do here and i knew that in this system he was kind of a prototypical center for this system the quickness the speed the strength and and things like that and the intelligence the importance to how he can run a line leadership qualities and things like that you know who's to say I, I didn't you know who envisions pro bowl not pro bowl i i really think you know i i love the guys they play really 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 well i just think the system kyle how we do things how we build one plays build upon each other It allows guys to maximize their abilities right they get to show everything that they are they can be highlighted in this offense if they're willing to to, to use the plays because the plays work together and so you can help yourself if you understand the offense and that's kind of what these guys have done not to diminish that they're not pro bowl players but they're you know that it's it all fits together for them here and that's why these guys have all been able to flourish and and have some success in the system because they are the right guys for, for what we do not just temperament not just